As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey guys, Ralph Marlbro here. We need your support to keep Saints Happy Hour going this offseason. Please support the show by becoming a patron so we can continue to cover the Saints in the ridiculous fashion you've come to expect. If you support the show, you get access to the podcast ad-free. No ads ever. Plus, you get our world-famous booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. So please support Saints Happy Hour so we can keep this amazing community growing. Support the show at SaintsHappyHour.com today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Podcast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Find us on the YouTube. Subscribe. Find us wherever you get your podcast. Rate us, review us, give us five stars. Don't give us any stars at all. Uh, we're the best Saints podcast on earth. We got everybody here except for Kevin. Thomas is in Poland running the show behind the scenes. We had major catastrophes, as always, right before the show. But Thomas is a pro. He got it straightened out. Hopefully you the levels are... I did. Well, yeah, I did. It's my, don't, don't throw me under the bus. That's fine. It's me. It's my, my computer did a reboot and it was catastrophe as normal. It was, it was more of a catastrophe than me trying to lift something with my left arm. It wouldn't be a Saints <laughs> um, happy hour podcast without yeah. panic. And I was not, I was not very optimistic about it, but it's turned out okay. So maybe I was wrong. Well, not, yeah, it was not panic at the disco. We're just getting started. <laughs> yeah. Pan, it was panic at the disco. Um, I'm starting here. Uh, I know the Saints had some moves and players left, and they signed some players and this and that. I'm starting here. I have had enough of Roger Goodell and his trash, capricious bullshit. All right? Nobody lost any draft picks for COVID. Not the Raiders, not the Titans, not the Ravens. The Ravens were literally drenched in Rona. They're... Strength coach was literally handing out packets of Rona to pe- for people to drink. None of them lost draft picks. The Saints lost a 22, condi- 22, 2022 six-round pick. Andrew, I've had enough of it. All of Roger Goodell's bullshits piled up, piled up, piled up. I'm tired of it. Clearly, he has it out for the Saints. There's no other reason. And I'm not saying the Saints maybe or maybe didn't deserve to lose a draft pick because they did the celebration in the locker room. They didn't wear masks. I get you want to send the right message. Every I get team all was that. doing that, Ralph. Every team. Yeah. Every I, team after was the same. After the, the Saints stopped doing it, there were multiple videos and f- photos out there of other teams within their locker room unmasked multiple times. 
Dave, do you have any thoughts? I'm just, I'm being like, it's do just I have any thoughts. Yeah. Do I have any thoughts? I'm just as infuriated as you are. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's, it's so hypocritical. Uh, you know, I don't know if Thomas could pull up the picture, but let's go back to not very long ago to the Super Bowl when Roger Goodell was standing there on the freaking podium in front of the, on the NFL's biggest stage. And he's not wearing a fucking mask. Yeah. You, you are the, you are the face of the league. You, you have to be wearing a mask in that situation. The optics on that are ridiculous. I cannot well, believe. I cannot believe. He is outside. He is outside, and the locker room is inside. I mean, just not not that I want to defend him, but you know. I'm not. I, I don't. Stop, I don't science. think it's a high risk situation. But if you're going to be the guy that has to hand down penalties for people not wearing masks, you have to you wear be a mask. King. Yeah, you better. You be have to clean. wear a fucking mask. It is hypocritical. It's hypocritical, Ralph. Like you said, that other teams, the Broncos, didn't the Broncos get in trouble? They had locker room celebrations without masks. The Saints did absolutely nothing more than any other team did, and yet they are the only ones getting penalized. Uh, this is like, I guess the fucking honeymoon period for the no call is over. I guess we're back on track. We're back to uh, Saints are public enemy number one and fuck them. Uh, who gives a shit? Uh, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a fucking travesty. That's upsetting. It's really upsetting. You know, the and- Saints, I just want to point out, I want to go back to the Titans because the Saints never shut down their facility. They never had COVID so bad that's running right. rampant through their building that they had to shut down practice or you know send everybody home. That never happened. Well, it happened with the Titans. And when they did contact tracing, it kept getting worse and worse. And they, you know they, they had guys at home for over a week, and they kept getting positive tests because clearly they weren't wearing masks. When and they, they were practicing. And yeah. So so they get yeah. So they get all sent home. They're told quarantine. Don't leave the house. Like you're on lockdown. And they hold an unsanctioned practice off campus, and they still have all their draft picks. And somehow what the Saints did by dancing in the locker room without a mask after they tested negative, somehow that's worse. Yeah, because you wanna, normally, you want to explain that one to me? Because normally I would say, you know, the Saints probably didn't get penalized for the actual infraction. They got penalized because Peyton or whoever said F you and, uh, and just – and and they and they don't do anything about it, you know. They just continue doing what they're doing, you know. It's it's the it's the second offense, or it's the you know it's it's the not being contrite once you've gotten caught. Um, that usually I feel like gets the Saints more in trouble than the actual infraction itself. But like you mentioned, Andrew, when you mention other teams that are getting in trouble and then having unsanctioned pra- practices, it's not it's not if it was the Saints being. Uh, you know, if the Saints were just being wise asses and being difficult to work with after getting in trouble, well, the t- Titans, I would say, are guilty of that as well. So, here's the thing that really infuriated me because I know it's it's it, it's probably true. Somebody tweeted at me. They said, "Well, at least it wasn't the third round pick that they took away." And I was like, the twenty the twenty two twenty twenty two third that they're going to get for Fontenot, Andrew. At least they didn't take that away. And I was the, the thing that it, it made me even more mad because I was like, I kind of felt like, yeah, at least it's only a six. But it, but the point is like, what is it 
that Roger Goodell is he mad that Sean Payton didn't get fired that Tom Benson didn't fire him in 2012 that is that what he wanted and he's still pissed about it like Probably. what I mean is- yeah, it's funny it's funny because you, you know, this tweet that we're seeing right now Saints and Raiders will not lose draft picks for COVID violations for a second we thought we were out of the woods we got our yeah, seventh round pick back for 2021 and so we were like, wow, we're out of the woods. We we get our pick. Everything's good. Uh, and then minutes later, we find out that the Saints lose a sixth-round pick in 2022 instead. But the Raiders yeah. don't. The Raiders just get a fine. They don't yeah, lose they- a pick. Uh, it, it's just the Saints that lose a pick. And here, here's, the, here's, the, uh, here's the kicker in all this. this- Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This is... I thought was really interesting. The Raiders fine is a hundred thousand dollars more than the Saints fine. So whatever the Raiders did was deemed a hundred thousand dollars more egregious <laughs> in terms of financial penalties, and yet they don't lose a pick. You try to explain that one to me, Ralph. I can explain that to you. You think you know, <laughs> but you don't know. And right. you never, and you never will. That's accurate. They make that, it up. Yeah, they make it up as they go accurate along. Accurate AF. <laughs> I just, like, I think this has, like, put me in a space where I, like, I wouldn't say that, like, I was ever in a point where I was over Goodell and all that. But this just like, to me, Andrew, it just like ripped the scab off and like put me in a rage that I didn't ex- – like I shouldn't care this much about a six-round pick, but I just look around and it infuriates me. I'm just so pissed off. Like Goodell, he needs to get kicked in the nuts. Like he really does. I don't advocate violence usually, but like that may – like – and the thing is – He's never getting fired That's, because he because, just got the NFL $90 billion in TV money. Yeah, that I was about dude to say, is you, never you getting need fired to get ever. used to Goodell screwing over the Saints, Ralph, because I think he's going to be around for a while. He's commissioner for life. Like, yeah. that TV, Kicking him in the nuts is low-hanging fruit. you got to think way bigger. you got to think way bigger. <laughs> more violent. Oh, my God. More, he more grotesque. So oh, yeah. my gosh. Like first, we're we're we're, we're it, it starts with the ripping out of fingernails, and then we'll go on from there. <laughs> the torture rack. <laughs> My God, yeah, put toothpicks I mean, in his eyelids. Ba- yeah. yeah, basically, how many Saw movies are there? There's like seven by now. Like know, we need to make an eight. eight <laughs> he needs his own episode. It's like an eight the, Saw oh, movie. The commissioner, just, and it's is just what Goodell the needs. Saw movie is just for Saints fans. It's Roger Goodell getting tortured. We could make a whole franchise on that. We could definitely get to the commissioner part 12. 
I would, I would, I would watch that on pay per view at least. If we're probably, if, on, or we're probably on the list now, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're about to get, get. We're about to get canceled. We're about to get. We're about to get canceled. We got. Oh, and by the way, we got. We got like. I don't know what you got put in Twitter jail because I told Dave Damashep to, to go play in traffic after he tweeted uh, that Drew Brees is lucky that he has one championship because Brett Favre threw 9,000 interceptions. And if he didn't have the one championship, he'd just be a compiler and not a first ballot Hall of Famer. I told Dave Damashek to go play in traffic and he reported me for um, – violent threats and they put the saints happy hour twitter account in jail and uh, that was infuriating as well uh you know are I, you out yet are you still in we are we're, we're out we were, were in jail out. for okay. we were in jail for 16 hours it was it was oh, wow. it was lovely i, I got uh it was it was hell dave 16 hours i got a of no sandwich tweeting. it was hell you got reacquainted with your families again yeah, oh, yeah i was only i was only able to be on twitter people in this house I was only able to be on Twitter 10 hours on Monday. It was very horrible. Your, your boss called you into work that day and was like, Ralph, what's going on? You've been very productive today. What the hell is going on? What is on? You're actually, do, you're actually doing it. Why, are you, why are you being such a good employee? Yeah, not going to work here anymore anyway. <laughs> I just looked over your <laughs> TPS reports and you put a cover page on every one of them. This is unbelievable. <laughs> well, you've been missing a lot of work. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. Um, but we'll transition to a good topic. Andrew, the NFL, like all the Saints cap problems, they are going to disappear in a river of money. Tell the people what you texted me when I told you how much the NFL TV contracts were worth. Tell me what you texted me. Tell the people. I can't even remember. Was it like you I was said, picturing lather me in cap space? <laughs> yeah, lather me in cap space. Yeah, lather yeah. my naked body in cap space. I think so. <laughs> so, like oh all the God. saints, all you're the cap guy. You're the cap expert among us. Like all the cap trouble. Like it's go, like it's 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 poof go, goodbye. Right. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. I mean. So I, I think the big question as far as cap is concerned is how the NFL would structure it with the NFLPA where would they want like more of a safer tiered system, you know, where they don't go back to 220 or 230 where it was in one year where you jump from 182.5 to basically between 40 and 50 million and have a huge jump. That's one way to do it. Another would be to kind of make it a little bit more tiered where, you know, it kind of start maybe at. 200 and then get back to 220 the subsequent year that would be the safer way to play it if you're still nervous about fans coming in the stands and that sort of thing but that that's well even the tv contracts are one thing the fans in the stands is still kind of unresolved i mean they think there's going to be fans in the stands but is it going to be like sold out stadiums is it going to be like 50 percent capacity and that has a major impact on what 22 cap numbers will be so I'm hopeful. We'll I, mean, I think. I think. I think we'll, as a country, I'd like to think by by the end of the summer, we'll be. I would like to think that if you want a vaccine, you'll be able to get a vaccine. By the well, end here's of the, the question. I, mean, I got. I got. I got my first dose uh, this weekend on Friday. I got mine on Thursday. And I had to drive to a rural town in Virginia that's two and a half hours away from where I am. A little town called Danville, Virginia, and. 
I guess nobody there in that town wants wants doses because at 7 p.m. they had 40 appointments left that were un, untaken. They were going to throw it all wow. away. So they mm-hmm. opened it up to non-eligible people, which I jumped all over that shit. So I drove well, two and I drove my... five hours round trip to get you a needle. You risked being in deliverance too. To get vaccinated. That's, That's right. The yes. So, Andrew. Yeah, this is – I, I got to tell the story. Actually, it's kind of funny. So, like, Danville, I guess, is like the second – the city is Danville, Virginia. And if you look it up, it's like the first or second most dangerous city in Virginia. And so my wife's really freaking out, and I'm like – My wife. I'm from New Orleans. She's from Baton Rouge. My wife. How dangerous could this really be? You know, like – You're from Mandeville. Freaking... <laughs> yeah, I'm not from Mandeville. First of all, St. Paul's is in Covington. Secondly, uh, from I lived. Orleans. I lived I'm in New Orleans the on the weekend. Yeah, Met- you mean Metairie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> old Metairie. I feel very unsafe. I'm from Metairie. the mean streets of Metairie <laughs> Club Gardens. Yeah, but uh, no. I, I mean, I, I just like how how dangerous could it be? So she looks up this pharmacy on, like you know, the crime stats or whatever, and there was a crime two days before and it was like theft and then five days before it was uh like robbery and it was like around the cvs like in that little you know around that pharmacy and so i'm thinking immediately like well this must have happened at night like this must have been like a 2 a.m thing and she looks at the times our appointments at noon the two crimes happen at 11 30 and 12 15 <laughs> in the afternoon so i'm like Oh shit! Like we're going to an Afghanistan war zone here, uh, but that's been, how badly Andrew wants to get vaccinated yeah. so he can go to Saints games in the fall. They've, they've so, there's somebody who's been preying on out of town vaccine uh, seekers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were a little nervous rolling up in my wife's fancy new car. Danville's crying. Thomas is 147, 147% higher than Virginia's average crime rate. Jesus Christ. A lot of meth Danville heads. is the apocalyptic times. A lot, of, end lot times. of meth heads in, in Danville, yep. Oh my God. The top 10 most dangerous cities in Virginia. <laughs> it's number two. Number two <laughs> most dangerous in Virginia. What was number one? Portsmouth, Virginia. Mm. Yeah. My God. So, but a cap question, Andrew. Let's say they stagger it a little and they put the cap at 205 Mm -hmm. in 2022. Is that good enough for the Saints to not have to do as much gymnastics as they did this year? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's a podcast out there that I recommend every Saints fan listen to. And it's our good friend that came on this show, Randy Mueller. He did a show with Mickey Loomis and Mickey Loomis, if you like, if you ever hear his interviews, he will never say a thing. Like he never discloses anything. Like, I think Mickey Loomis interviews in general are the worst because he won't disclose anything. He'll never give you a look behind the curtain. Uh, but Randy Mueller and him go way back and they're buddies and Mueller brought him to New Orleans and everything. And they were in Seattle for 20 years together before that. And so it was the most forthcoming I've ever heard Mickey Loomis uh, in an interview and it's, you know, it's a 40 minute cast. It's fantastic. And he basically admits like, yeah, like, we wouldn't have cut Emmanuel Sanders and Janoris Jenkins. Like that wasn't part of the plan. 
when before the pandemic like those were good players we wanted to keep those players and we were basically forced because of the pandemic because of the cap number going down to get rid of players that we wanted to keep um and so you know that that definitely had an effect on the saints and he said look our cap number it, it affected a lot of nfl teams and yet our cap number happened to be the highest this year so it affected us more than anyone else i mean yeah. i would like to think too like you know drew Brees will be off the books you know, soon. Uh, and he was a huge chunk. So, you, you know, we don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. I mean, they, they could potentially have to, yeah. you know, find somebody and pay him a big chunk of money. But if they go the drafting route, then, you know, that's not going to be uh, that much. And also just to go back you're to talking, what you, you said, talking about next year. Yeah. yeah. And then, and, and just to go back, Ralph, what you were saying, you know, if they stagger out the, you know, the salary, the increase in the salary cap. I mean, they're definitely going to stagger it out. Like there's no way they're going to have a year where the, the cap goes up this huge amount, you know, because every, yeah, every, everybody's going to want to be a free agent that off season. And then the people that aren't free agents that off season uh, who aren't going to get a chance to cash in on all that, they're going to be upset. So uh, they're definitely going to stagger it over, you know, a few year period. That way it doesn't all just explode at once. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest as Bet Online is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently, knowing your pair is the real deal. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com sneakers today. The TV contracts are done, but DirecTV, their contract for the Sunday ticket goes to 2023, and that's still up for grabs. So that could be another pile of ridiculous fucking money that comes to the NFL. Like, I could see, Andrew, Amazon or like HBO Max or some streaming service being like we know that 65 to 70% of DirecTV subscribers they're only DirecTV subscribers because they want the Sunday ticket so i could see a streaming service being like we'll get the Sunday ticket and we'll pay 2 billion a year for it and we'll just take 70% of DirecTV subscribers so that's like yeah. another pile of money that's coming down the line and i know you're like well that's 2 years away or whatever but 2 years isn't that long of a time so i think it's fair to say that like all the saints cap troubles will be goodbye 
by twenty twenty three. Is that like is a that chef, fair? Is that like a chef's kiss? That was a weird. I don't know. I don't know what yeah, that was. Yeah, it was like yeah. a, it meant to be a chef kiss, but it it more sounded like more it like wasn't, a pop. It was yeah. It wasn't but, it wasn't as much of like a sweet high pitched smack. It wasn't that. Yeah. yeah. It was more like. But, but is that yeah, accurate? I think that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I, I think the main thing with the Saints and the cap is next year won't be as good as they would have wanted it to be because and surprisingly, they didn't add a lot of ghost years to guys. I, I would have thought they would have added more ghost years. Uh, and that was a strategy they didn't employ. And I think part of the reason they didn't employ that strategy is because they didn't know what the cap number was going to be. And I think it, Janoris Jenkins is a perfect example where they could have added two years to his deal and make them avoidable so that, you know, the cap number was deferred, but they didn't, but they didn't want to do that because they weren't sure what the cap number was going to be. So that's a guy they could have kept. If they had been told like, yeah, we're going to be back to 220 or 205. I think Mickey Loomis might have been like, okay, you know what? Let's keep Janoris Jenkins and let's defer his his hit. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I, again, to me, the big thing is: do fans show up in the stands or not? I, I guess. Think, I guess. I, Thomas wants us to talk about Jared Cook. It looks like now. Well, he's, we've got he's Jared, we've got a charge. Let's talk Bye. about all. We got Felicia. Jared Cook and the Chargers. Goodbye, Jared Cook. I like a Saints rabbit says I like that far away. <laughs> he likes uh, Jared so. Cook very far away on See the West ya. Coast. I like it's like uh, I said for Jared Cook, I, I said the tombstone meme of the guy, Powers Booth, saying, Well, bye. Um Jared Cook left. Sheldon Rankins went to the Jets. Justin Hardy went to the Jets. Um Malcolm Brown traded to the Jags Jaguar. for a seventh. You know, Hendrickson to the Bengals, man. A lot of our guys are going to terrible teams. I mean, the middle of this roster, but we're getting all kinds of comp picks next year. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. There's a third for Fontenot, a third for Hendrickson, and a fifth for Rankin. So we're already in line for three. Does Rankin? Does how much is the comp picks? How much does it matter? On their contract, and how much does it matter on performance, Andrew? Like, if Sheldon Rankins kills it with the Jets, does that matter, or is it just strictly the contract? Strictly the contract. Oh, okay. And before we get to the fullback that the Saints signed from Carolina, which Andrew did a breakdown, and by the way, you should become a patron because if you're a $10 patron, you get access to Andrew. Andrew did a film breakdown and a, and a, and a write-up on the fullback that they got from Carolina. He is a monster, dude. Not only that, he used MMA moves to subdue somebody that, like, tried to break into his car or some shit. Um, but, Andrew... That's like, who was Mitchell Lavin? He, what did he do? Didn't he, like, save some woman in a parking garage? Oh, uh, Mitchell Lowen. Lowen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think <laughs> some some car, like, fell out of a two-story garage or something and crash and he like helped the person get out of the car or oh, yeah, while yeah. it was burning and something like that save some I mean, woman's life i thought he Alex held the car Arma. up and threw it out of the way <laughs> and like andrew how's work like i look at the defensive line and i'm like yeah rankins hasn't been like he hasn't been really an impact guy in two years since he got injured in the playoff game but when you add rankins gone Malcolm yep. Brown from the Jaguars. Yep. Hendrick, like that's a lot of dudes gone on the defensive line. And it, yep. one of them, I'd be like, eh, it's okay. But like all three of them, it makes me a little worried. 
is defensive line becoming as big a concern for you as cornerback number two opposite Lattimore? Absolutely. Yeah, they've got to retool. They've got to find out a way to add some competition there. That's certainly in line for heavy drafting. So, uh, you know, listen, Carl Granderson and Shy Tuttle, I think th- those two in particular are in line for more snaps and how they do. I mean, I-, I think there's a lot of variables here. Can Cam Jordan kind of get back to his level? Can he play a little bit better than he did last year? That's going to be important. Can Marcus Davenport get healthy and give us a good season? That's that's going to be huge for the Saints this year because you don't have the Trey Hendrickson buffer, right? If something if goes wrong and something goes awry with Davenport again, you don't have Hendrickson to step in and give you 13 and a half sacks. So Davenport needs to play. He needs to be healthy. The Saints are going to be counting on that this year. You know, Shai Tuttle and Granderson have shown good snaps when they've been in, and they're going to be counted on this year. They're going to play a lot more. Uh, I know the Saints like Malcolm Roach, too. Um, Dave's adopted son. That's another adopted yeah, son. Yeah, buddy. It's going to be yeah, the Granderson, Granderson Roach show next year. Um, wait, 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 wait. Dave, what adopted son do you love more? Little Jordan or Malcolm Roach? If you could only pick one. I mean, I feel like Malcolm Roach has way more potential, way more upside, way more opportunity to, uh, you know, to be a playmaker on this team, to get a lot of playing time. But, I mean, Lil Jordan was the OG. He was my first one. I love his name. You never forget your first. And he got that touchdown. I mean, he's, 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 he's definitely... I think overperformed. I, I think he's outkicked his coverage as far as where we, where we really would have thought he, you know, I don't think any of us would have said, yeah, little Jordan is going to catch a regular season touchdown. Right. Uh, I don't think we would have said that, you know, training camp of his rookie season. Um, but yeah, but like I think, he, I think, I, I think, Roach has a chance to be, what? yeah, but I think Malcolm Roach has a chance to actually be a regular rotational guy on the team. But those guys are kind of already in the rotation. Um, I mean, they're going to get more snaps, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. but but no, you're right, Ralph. I mean, you, you still got Onyemata, but you're looking at Malcolm Brown, who was heavily relied on to stop the run. You mentioned, mentioned Hendrickson, and when who he was, was the gone, team leader in sacks. The run defense regressed a lot. Yeah, So, and then you've got Hendrickson, who led the team in sacks. So that's really significant if you talk about 2020 production. And then, you know, Rankins to me is the least big deal of the three because I just feel like Rankins you, used to be a high draft pick. He used to be an elite player for the Saints. But, like, I, if if we're just looking to replace what Rankins gave the Saints the last two years, like, Shy Tuttle can do that. You I'm, know? Not, I'm not upset about Rankins leaving yep. uh, at all. That doesn't that doesn't. And, and on, honestly, I'm even less bothered when I saw his contract. I mean, the, the Jets have to pay the shitty team tax. That's expected, yeah. but but two yeah. years, seventeen million. That's I think it's I, only like shocking. seven million. Years. Good for Sheldon. Well, good for Sheldon Rankins because I think he uh, robbed the Jets without a gun. Here's my question. Yeah. Here's my question to you, Dave. And I put this on Twitter, and it, and it infuriated a, a couple of people, uh, including Juge. I said I asked who had the better Saints career, Andres Pete or Sheldon Rankins. Uh who do you First think well, Andres Pete's career isn't over yet? You asked that question like Andres Pete uh, is dead. If you, well, who if do you, you, think if you ask most Saints fans, I think they believe he is dead. 
<laughs> they wish he was dead, maybe. <laughs> 52% of them, 53% of them, Dave, said Sheldon Rankins has had a better Saints career than Andres Pete. Would you agree with that? I, I mean, Sheldon Rankins had one good season, uh, right? I mean, yeah. he's in, he, every other season he's been injured, missed significant time. Uh, so, no. I, I mean, yes. I, look, hey, Andres Pete has had his fair share of uh, injury problems. Let's not get it twisted. But um, when Andres Pete is healthy, I think he can be pretty productive. You know, I mean, I know last year, I, I remember every, every week last year, Andres Pete driving Andrew crazy. Man, one play, he's in there. He's awesome. Oh, my God. He's an all-pro guard. Second play, he's in there. Oh, my God. He should be out of the league. What is going on? I don't get this. Um, at know. least I understand that for what it is. You ask most Saints fans, and they like they think a folding chair would be more productive at left guard than Andres Pete. Like they, I I think Ralph. I mean, we've been Saints fans for a long time. I think it's fair to say that the disparity between how Saints fans view him and value him versus the perception out there in the league, like he's been a three Pro Bowls now. He's he's been he's been with the Saints five years. He's been a three. I mean, the reason the reason the Saints had to pay him that semi ridiculous contract is the Chiefs put the full court press on him last year to go to Kansas City. That's why he got that ridiculous deal. So it isn't even like it was a shitty team like the Jets. It was Kansas City, a gold standard team that has massive offensive line issues, they thought Andres Pete can be the solution to our offensive line problem. So it is it is a great point, Andrew. Like, he's got this gulf of, like, what Saints fans think of him and what the Saints think of him and what the rest of the league thinks of him. And it's just crazy. And that's why I love that. It's, a, it's an interesting comparison, though, because Pete was picked 13th. And... uh Rankins, Rankins was picked 12th, so they're right right there in the same area, you know, top 15 picks. And my thing with Rankins is now, you know, what year was he drafted, 2012? No. No, uh, no, 2016. 16. 16, yeah. That draft class was really poor. You go back and look at all the guys that are, I mean, it was Goff, it was Wentz, you know, a couple good players <laughs> in that draft class. But, like, if you go look at the first round, uh, it's unbelievable that Michael Thomas wasn't picked in the first round because you look at all those receivers that were picked ahead of him, and they're all terrible. But you, know, you had Treadwell, you had Corey Coleman, uh, those guys. Treadwell go, was one of my favorites. I wanted to see Yeah, I thought he'd be good so too. But so <laughs> He was going to be Colston 2.0. You look at that draft class, and you can't really blame the Saints because it's – I mean, Rankins, until this devastating injury – I mean, he really looked like he was going to be an all-pro player. Like, he was he was an ascending player that looked really good and had one elite year before that devastating injury. But, um, you know, I think if you told the Saints, you pick Rankins, this is the production you're going to get out of him, I think they would have passed. I think they would have said, no, we won't take him. If you told the Saints, you, you select Andres Pete, this is the production you're going to get out of him, I think they may have taken him. I think they may have said, okay, yeah, he's going to make three Pro Bowls. He's going to get injured some. His play will drop off a bunch when he's injured. But, like, generally speaking, he's made three Pro Bowls. We re-signed him, and he lost a bunch of weight, and he's still a productive player. Like, I think the Saints would have probably picked Pete over again. Uh, I don't think they would have picked Rankins again. If, no if, way. You know, I, think if, I, if have, you, 
I think I have like first round defensive tackle PTSD. Like I, I feel like whenever the same, I don't know. I'm thinking about like Cedric Ellis. Uh, uh, exactly. Ex- exactly. Well, who was the dude uh, before Ellis? I'm blanking on his name, Ralph. Jonathan Good. Sullivan. Sullivan, yeah. Um, I mean, Sullivan's Sullivan as bad as it gets just, because Sullivan, Sullivan they traded the worst up pick ever. Yeah. Get him. He was top ten too. Yeah, like, he I was. just feel like whenever it comes to the Saints going defensive tackle in the first round, it's uh, whew, it's not good. It's not good at all. I mean, the all three of those guys, Jonathan Sullivan is a is a is a bust gold standard for the Saints. And when you say that with the Saints, that is saying a lot. Yeah, Cedric Ellis, he's not a bust. He's weird in that he was getting good, declined, and then was out of the league. Like he didn't even play. I don't. He I, did see, his five years with the see, Saints. See, I think Cedric Ellis. Gone. If you look at Cedric Ellis alongside uh, uh, Rankins, they're yeah. ear, eerily similar. That's they what are. I'm saying. Yeah, the, the two eerily. of them. Like throw away Jonathan Sullivan. First of all, that was pre Peyton anyway. Um, uh, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Is is like Rankins and, sh- and 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 they just it all feels the same. You 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 pick them, you know, middle round, you know, middle-ish of the first round. They're mediocre players. They show potential. They don't ever really live up to it. Uh, and then they're done after their rookie contracts. Yeah, did we it, did we resign me. right? Ellis Ellis only played what? No, Ellis years? played five years for the Saints. Was that his contract that expired. They didn't re-sign him. He yeah. signed with the Bears and then retired in before he even played it yeah. down for that. I, so like, just you know, history, history as my guide. That I would say it's <laughs> it's not looking good for Sheldon Rankins in the future. Here's my question to you, Dave. What's going to happen first? PJ Williams sign a two-year contract with the Saints. Or this podcast pod, podcast have professional quality audio week in and week out. Well, uh, it's, if, if we're comparing anything to the audio of this podcast, I got to go with the other thing. Uh, so facts, yeah. So I guess PJ Williams getting paid. It's uh, it's quite the off season tradition for PJ Williams. Sign yeah, a sign a one year dog shit deal with the Saints. It's like. <laughs> It's uh, I think Chris Ro- Rosevoglu had this uh, tweet. It was life. It was like death taxes and PJ Williams signing a shitty one year deal with the Saints. <laughs> I mean, but I'm kind of happy he's back. All. Like I like PJ Williams as like that. Like I trust. I rather have PJ than starter right now though. Oh no. man, he is. <laughs> who is the, who is uh, the starter at the other corner? Oh my God! I mean, it's Patrick Robinson or PJ at least until the Saints Oof. cut P. Rob. I still think P. Rob's his time might that. be might be that. numbered with the Saints, but we'll see. We feel like this draft is like crucially important. Like, like really, they need to really draft well. Like, maybe not 2017 draft, but you know, they got to oh, get three. Absolutely, they, they need to hit on. They, they need to hit on a majority days. of their picks. They gotta kick. They gotta nail this draft. Yeah. I, I don't think it's got to be 2017, Dave, but it's got to be like 2019, a little bit better than that. Remember, they got McCoy, they got uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. They need to get a starter and two dudes that play a lot, like preferably two starters and one dude that plays a lot, because this middle of this roster is sort of wrecked. 
So they need to get three dudes that play a lot. I'm not saying they need to get four starters like 2017 or whatever, but they need to get they need to get a bunch of dudes, and they cannot cannot have a draft like 2014 where they traded up for Brandon Cooks and picked dudes like Vinny Sinceri and all Ugh. those trash linebackers that didn't play a down. Ron Powell, Andrew. yeah, I yeah. Yeah, the, the dude who fell asleep in meetings. He's one of my all-time favorites, though. He had narcolepsy. Um, Thomas, it's, it's need, good content for the podcast. Yeah, Thomas, we need to we need to get a soundbite for uh, for anytime Kyrie Fork gets mentioned. So, like a guy, like a snore or something. Was, you mean the panties your mother laid out for you? Yeah, I was gonna say we we might be using that soundbite like once a year. Hey, by the way, Thomas, chime in. How are you hanging in? Are you on like six cups of coffee? Because it's like five in the morning in Poland. What time Only is six? It where you are, you underestimate oh. me. Uh, what time is it where you are? <laughs> uh, almost 4, p- 4 a.m. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can tell he's off his game today, too. He's been uh, – some, some of these uh, tweets, you know, he's putting into the box above our heads, and there's been a couple blank ones. Yeah, it's a little, yeah, little shaky. Job, Andrew, little... Ex- exposing me like Ralph. Yeah, yeah, a little shaky there tonight, tonight Thomas. <laughs> Throwing him under I, the bus. I blame Ralph for that. No, no, it's perfectly no. on brand. I, I thought you were doing it on purpose because, you know. But here's the, here's the thing that I want to mention to people is support the podcast. Seriously, if you're not a patron. So we can, so we can hire somebody better than Thomas. <laughs> yeah, no, no. If you, oh, if so you support it is. Oh, Okay, okay. When we when we say to people, Dave, when we say to people, we don't make any money off this podcast and we reinvest the money that patrons give us to make the show better, like it's not a lie. We have hired Thomas in Poland. We pay him as best we can. And if more people would sign up, we could do even more amazing things. And that's and I feel like that's that's a great thing. Other people, other people, they're 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 taking your money on Patreon or whatever, and they're, they're buying drugs or hookers or blow or whatever. We <laughs> are not doing any of that. Wake up. We are sending the money via wire transfer to Thomas in Poland. So you know we're trying to give you a better product. So become a patron. Support the show. Yeah. Thomas, you're awesome, man. We love you. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas is the best. The thing is, I know Thomas, he has scheduled like the three times a week that I'm going to call him when my computer goes fucking ape shit and I have to reset Discord. Thomas, how many times a week do we do that? About twice? Two times a week? I don't even count. <laughs> yep. There you um, go. Andrew... This is totally not fair, and this is me recently biased. I'm, I'm going to prepare you guys now. I'm going to. I just. I need to tell you guys this real quick. I'm going to prepare you guys now for this. My son's a. Ele- uh, he's almost eleven. He's ten, and uh, he's starting to get into watching YouTube and you know recording stuff oh, and posting it yeah. on YouTube and stuff. And yeah. so he and his buddies. Uh, you know, they're always like sending each other videos. Now he has a little iPod where he can text his buddies and they're getting into texting now. And it's kind of out there now that Cullen's dad has a podcast. Like it's a thing. Uh And so like, I'm terrified because one of his buddies is like, because I'm his basketball coach. 
Yeah, I'm 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 the basketball yeah. coach, and so they're like, I want to listen to Coach Juju's podcast, and I'm like, no, 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 like, yeah, you do yeah, not yeah. need to be listening to that. And uh, you know, I know all their parents, so <laughs> if the parents might stumble on this, uh, so Ralph, like, downloaded. Isn't there like an age restriction thing on that? On the... There should be. Uh... I think oh. it's time. I can't listen. I listen to the podcast in the car, and I was listening to it, and Max was in the car with me. And I said, I don't remember what it was about, but I said, it, that is a fucking disaster. And Max said, Dad, what's a fucking disaster? I say this mostly because, Ralph, like, you may not, like, it's only going to affect me now, but Dave's only a few years away from his, or two years away from his yeah. son being 10. Yeah. And it's only a matter of time before Max hears you talking about hookers and blow. Yeah. So I just want to prepare you for that. No, one of my one of my buddies had a podcast on, and his daughter was in the car, and she was like, "Oh, that sounds like Mr. Dave." And he was like, "Yeah, that is Mr. Dave." And, I, and he's telling me the story, and I'm like, "Don't ever put our podcast on in the car when, <laughs> yeah. when, when you when your kids are in the car don't, ever again. Don't, don't do that again, please. <laughs> don't do that." Speaking speaking of podcasts, you know everybody does everybody does a a. It's since it's the March Madness, everybody does brackets and they do funny different brackets, food, whatever. And they had the funniest thing happen on Saints Twitter that I, I did not realize. They have like two and three different Saints Twitters, and each one of them did their own bracket. And they were fighting with each other. But Dave, the funniest part was they had three separate 64 team. Saints Twitter brackets. And the only thing from this podcast that made it was our old dead Twitter handle link. <laughs> podcast Saints. And I was hurt because it takes a lot of effort to be on Twitter 17 hours a day and be that irrelevant. Wait, who came up with these brackets? Who is this that's coming? Yeah, I, I don't know. know but I... I not only was I not Who on any, the brackets, I wasn't on any of these brackets, like not, not a Neither one. I. And I I'm reading in like half the brackets. I haven't, I don't know any of these people. Like I haven't heard of any of these names. And so I'm just like, it was a real reality check for just like how much time, I, I how much time we spend on Twitter things. and how irrelevant we are still. It's, <laughs> I mean, I mean, for me, of all of us, I feel like it's a really a kick in the nuts for me because I'm on TV 20 times a year and still irrelevant. Yeah, like I have no, you're, I have you're no with excuse Eric to be like that irrelevant. No one's watching that. I mean, anyone that's watching you, Eric Paulson at 6:30 with you, Ralph, doesn't have Twitter. Well, that. I feel like though their website Malta, hits God Andrew. Yeah, what's Malta? Give me the Malta update. Where are we? What's we are ranking? number nine in Malta this week. But dropping, but dropping like we a have rock. a follower that Still she said 10. she had family in Malta, and oh. I told her that she should tell her family if they love her. Extra downloads. The Cook podcast. the books, people. Come on. Cook the books. Cook the books. Us. I'm not a. I'm not above cooking the books. Ooh. Who um, posted these brackets on Twitter? I'm still confused. It's just what Saints, I saw Saints, the ones. Fans. Well, what happened was they had Twitter 
And then that boy Wolf, who he he's a great follow on Twitter, and yeah. I, I'm friendly with him. He's great. He posted the bracket and was like, "I don't know any of these fucking people." And then those so people got like mad, and they made a bracket and they called it "Old People Twitter," and it was like Duncan and Cat Terrell and some people I knew in Holder, but not us. And so yeah, I didn't then even, I didn't the, even make the old person bracket. No, you didn't. I didn't either. Yeah. So I like, hate to hear that. I so mean, wait. I was just I was just <laughs> surprised that like we didn't make any of these brackets for Saints Twitter and I was a little bit hurt. Wasn't really the, wasn't the name of the person that started the bracket like wasn't the Twitter account Joe Horn's cell phone or something? Wasn't that yeah, the Twitter? Was. Yeah. They're, they're really you guys are just really your own little your own little community there on Twitter and uh <laughs> so I, I mean are we even in the community i think we're we're out oh I man i i wonder did you go and follow all these people in this original bracket that you didn't even know you this is whole, i did i did is, so i was kind of like, like this is like string, this is like string theory like parallel universe shit like you've been living your entire saints fan loving life on yeah. one string on in one universe and you had no idea there's a whole nother string going along yes. your string that's a whole parallel universe there's a whole other saints twitter out there you didn't even know this is your mind is, is blown yeah is there is there like a bizarro version of this podcast where like there's a bizarro version of ralph where he's like got two working arms no, i got i, I got i got i got news for good? you ralph you're the bizarro version you, oh, you are the bizarro version. <laughs> I'm the, yeah, that's not fair. I am the bizarro version of Ralph. Like regular, regular universe Ralph. The audio works. Two working arms. Yep. So, I mean, like, now, who would really be named Ralph in the first place? The the the, uh, the other Dave, the normal Dave, actually drinks good beer, not IPAs. <laughs> Loves Olive Garden. Yeah. He loves Olive Garden <laughs> like any red-blooded American. <laughs> oh, man. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently, knowing your pair is the real deal. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com sneakers today. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest as Bet Online is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Thomas, fire up the music. We got to get to the we got to get to the 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 questions. 
as we as we wait as we wait oh there it goes I love this song. We need to get Morton Anderson on this podcast. I need. We need to. Do, I don't know. Do we, we want him to know that we've been using his song? He then he might then he might shut yeah. us down. <laughs> I Morton mean, Anderson can never be on this podcast ever again. Here's the thing, though, Dave. YouTube, YouTube shuts you down for almost anything. I know. I know. And they don't for Morton Anderson. They don't. They don't for Take It to the Top, which is just incredible. What's 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 the song that gets played in the Bizarro Saints Happy Hour podcast? Mm. I think well, we should they, have a. I think we should have a bracket this summer that that has like all the Bizarro Saints Happy Hour. Uh, the Bizarro things. Saints Happy Hour is probably pay the ASCAP fees where they can play whatever song they want. You know, so they probably have like some. I don't know. They probably have some New Orleans band. And, Something cool like from Treme, you know. Andrew, Andrew, people are saying right. that we didn't talk about uh, Arma, the new fullback. We did talk about him a little, but that can be the first question. Is he an upgrade mm. for the Saints at fullback? I think he is, yeah. Um, if you watch his uh, his tape, he's a physical freak. He's, he's much bigger uh, than... Uh, Sorry, I'm blanking on our old fullback's name that just left. Uh, was, who's our fullback? Not Zach Line, but the dude we just had. Michael Burton. Burton. Burton Michael Burton. Um, so he's bigger. He's about 15 pounds heavier, and he's, he's two inches taller. So you, he stands out when you see him in the backfield. You know, he's like 6'2", 250, 240. I mean, he's huge. But he is very fast. He's very quick for his size. Uh, he's very violent and powerful. So... From a pass blocking and run blocking perspective, I think he's going to be a little bit more devastating. Um, and I think he's a little bit better with the ball in his hands just because he's such a physical, violent runner that I think I think Saints fans are going to like him on the third and inches, uh, on the third and ones. Uh, and, and an interesting note uh, about special teams, and obviously Michael Burton played some special teams for the Saints, but uh, Burton was really only part of two core units. He was part of uh, kick return, and I think he was part of the punt coverage team, or maybe it was the punt protect team, which is also punt coverage. But yeah, uh, Arma played all four core units uh, of return and, and kick coverage for Carolina. So he played over 200 snaps. Burton played about 140 last year on special teams. So Arma is a step up special teams wise, and he can play a lot more core units. And so I think the Saints just love his versatility. Uh, and and again, like he's a physical freak. He can run. He's physical. He's big. Uh, so I do think it's a step up. I was surprised uh, before Thomas starts firing off the question. I was surprised his contract for the Saints was really really low. Like Carolina was by the way the Saints paid him. They were obviously like, we don't even care. You can go. So it was just it's it's really interesting to me. Um, they got they always a, go after Panthers, man. AJ, AJ Klein, Ted Ginn. Free agency for the Saints doesn't start until they sign a Panther. AJ Klein, Ted Ginn, uh, Kent uh, Coleman. Oh, and, Kirk Coleman, yeah. Yeah. Thomas, fire up the first question. 
Just a second. As we just. <laughs> Okay, so the first question is from ZNMWR. I love that nickname. Do you think Watson's brand new sexual assault lawsuit will make the Texans more or less likely to trade him? Should the Saints take Watson anyway, even if he has to sit out half a season or more? Um, those, Those sexual... The, the, the claims against Watson, I read a couple of them. Like, I don't know if it's true, but here's the thing. If you're worth $140 million, Dave, you cannot be trying to get massages by DMing women on Instagram. I Listen, that is fucking reckless to the extreme. If you're quote-unquote really trying to get a massage... Like, how can you be doing like Dave? That is that's that's reckless beyond measure. I think. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that he's that he that's he's done that because I have no idea. Um, this whole thing is very suspicious. Uh, if you really wanted to get just a massage, you can afford to get just a massage from a professional masseuse. If you're trying to get a <laughs> quote unquote massage, you can afford. I'm surely there have got to be you can call somebody would wouldn't he once you shouldn't he hit up uh, robert Kraft? shouldn't he slide into robert Kraft? <laughs> if he wants there's, there's somebody who you can call well no i wouldn't call robert Kraft because look he got in trouble too so that he's not very good at it either but surely there's somebody you can call and there are there are um i, I feel like we've talked about this before i feel like that kevin has mentioned this but you know there are uh, uh, companies or women who uh, are a lot more secretive um, and deal with this kind deal with famous people on a regular basis and know not to air their grievances so but the whole uh, I, I don't know whether the allegations are true or not I think all of these lawsuits are coming about because of from the Texans because Busby or whatever is uh, a POS and he's the right hand man for you know the Texans and he lives next door to the Texans yeah but Busby's like I'm in Houston. He's like Morris Bart on steroids. Like, I don't think he would risk his reputation to help the Texans. Like, I just think, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of allegations now. Like, it's not one or two. Like, it's a lot of people. Of course. And where there's smoke, there's fire. I think that's what most people would say in yeah. this situation. Um, so, I don't know. But, but either way, I mean, I feel like the Texans have gone scorched earth. I mean, they've. They've just blown up their asset for good or for better. Or for the worse. most important thing here, Which Andrew, seems stupid. is that just, you should have just traded. Does this, does this mean he's less likely to go to Carolina? That's all I care about because yeah. Carolina, their plan A, B, and C apparently is Deshaun Watson. So hopefully, this means they can't get him. He does seem a little untouchable right now. Um, although you know Ben Roethlisberger had some similar stuff and he never left Pittsburgh. Ray Penis Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so Roethlisberger really, really never got in trouble, right? He just stayed in Pittsburgh, (laughs) kept playing, and kept collecting cash. So... That's right. Yeah, I I don't know what's going to happen with Watson, but this does feel like is Houston maybe trying to get out of this contract for cause? That's that's what I'm thinking. Like, if he violated the terms of his, like, model citizen, you know, whatever... I just wonder if they want to get rid of him, but they don't want the cap hit. 
they don't want to pay him the money. And I don't know. This this reeks yeah. of like very possible. How, how how do we wiggle out of this? <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't think of that. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. And at first, because maybe they knew about didn't... this stuff all along and it was under a rug, swept right. And yeah. it's like, oh, it, you want to play hardball with us? We'll put the stuff out there. It hasn't really hit nationally. I think. Like I would, you would think it like when you, when all these allegations came in, I was like, this is going to hit nationally and it's going to be great. It hasn't really, maybe it's the NC, maybe it's because it's NCAA tournament time and it's NFL free agency. Like maybe it just gets pushed down, but I thought it would be a bigger story, but uh, it has not. So yeah. We'll, PR wise, we'll I am a little surprised Watson's uh, reputation hasn't been nuked yet. Yeah. We'll have to see. Wait, let's yeah. see. Let's see what happens when the NCAA tournament's gone and uh, NFL free agency is pretty much done. So, Thomas, what's next? Next question is from uh, Who That. Of the releases over the last few weeks, which ones would you not would not have ha- happened <laughs> without the COVID cap crunch? That is, if this was a normal cap increase year, who would who could we have kept? <laughs> I love it. I, Thomas, I love that you get stuck <laughs> reading these. It's so amazing. Um, I think we kind of answered that earlier, I think. That one went well. Yeah, I mean, Andrew if mentioned you, if, that they. If you listen to that, Loomis. Yeah. No bands with nobody. No, I, I think they definitely would have kept Emmanuel Sanders and maybe Janoris Jenkins. You know, those are the two that felt like they were productive players that they liked and they just, you know, they couldn't make it work. You know, Morstead, you look at Morstead and he's like. He was kind of getting costly, and he didn't really produce last year. And they have a younger player they like, so you know, would they have traded Malcolm Brown? That's that's the other one that I think probably would have stayed. Next, next, next question is from Amec five five zero five. How concerned are you about the locker room without Breeze, Mostead, and Hardy? Dave, take I mean, that one. I mean, Denario Davis is still there. Jenkins is still there. Uh, Peyton is obviously still there. You, uh, you mean Malcolm, right? Malcolm Jenkins. Yes, yes, yeah, not yeah. not Jack Rabbit, Janoris Jenkins. Um, so uh, I, I'm not concerned. Uh, you know, they've ever ever since Bounty Gate, Peyton has made it uh, a top priority to make sure that, you know, the vibe in the locker room is good, everybody gets along, there's no bullshit. Uh, I, I'm not, I don't think that's a concern at all. I actually slightly disagree with that take. I, I don't think... That's I'm interesting. Not, Very I'm, not, interesting. I'm not worried. Like, I don't think there's a problem. But I, I do think last year, at least with Michael Thomas, we started to see a little bit of weirdness. Um... And even just like with the stuff Bree said, and, and there's like inner, inner turmoil in the locker room. And I, I think I was surprised that you know you add a couple bad eggs, and then all of a sudden you know Keenan Lewis, Akeem Hicks, uh, Junior Bullet, CJGJ. I mean, I'm just saying like it became a big problem. Like this stuff can happen really fast. Sometimes and I'll say it, this and it catches too. you by surprise. I'll say this too. 14, 15, and 16, the Saints were mostly, except for, I, I want to say 2014, they were mostly out of serious playoff contention 
post-Thanksgiving on. And the thing is, Drew Brees didn't give a fuck. Like, he was always playing and caring. What what was the year? It was either 2015 or 2016, Andrew, where his foot, he had plantar fascist, and he was like, fuck it, I'm playing. And he played against Jacksonville, where probably most awesome. guys would have. And he, most guys would have shut it down. So yeah. I do have a little bit of a concern. Like if this year goes sideways for the Saints and they're not in contention, like thank, from Thanksgiving on, I wonder without Breeze there to sort of rally them and make them and, and get them to play hard, will they? It's it's a little bit of a concern. And oh, by the way, I think I it's just easy thought- to just assume things are great when the Saints are thirteen and three or twelve and four every year, you know. But if they they start losing and their fingers start getting pointed, like Chauncey Gardner Johnson, Michael Thomas, like I, I'm not worried, but I'm just pointing out that it's it's not like they have a bunch of model citizens necessarily. What about and your I'll boy think- Zach Streif? He's going to be in the locker room now. It's true. That'll help for sure. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 
30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. We need we need a sound effect, Thomas, of from 1999 when the Saints were like 2 and 12, where Ditka just lost his shit during a press conference and, and just kept saying, next question, next question. We need that sound effect that I can play. So when it's time for you to do the next one, I can just play Ditka yelling at media people. But uh, next question. <laughs> next question uh, from Bodrich. Which team losing, regardless of sport, is just always hilarious? Uh, Butterich is always great about giving us good questions each week, so I appreciate that. I mean, the Falcons are an obvious answer here. I mean, every time they lose, and they and they do it in such spectacular fashion a lot of times, uh, that just <laughs> that just feels like an obvious answer. Uh, other sports, um, Clippers. You don't like the Clippers, huh? Well, I don't know. Who's really bad? I'm just trying to think of, like, historically bad teams. Oh, no. I, I was thinking Fredo more in the like, chat says Duke basketball. Yeah, I was that thinking more question. something like that, like like the Yankees, you know, or just some, oh, some team that's, Yankees. like, u- universally hated, you know. Oh, yeah. Duke um, basketball is a good one. I'll say for me, locally, like, University of Texas, they lost in the NCAA dude, tournament. I don't know day. what it is about Texas. Like, I, I, I love it when they lose, too. Like, I'm with they, you. they lost the Texas Abilene, yeah. and it's just it just delight it it delights my wife to no end. Like she hates Texas and Texas A and M with a passion. Like she, the uh, University of Houston, they won tonight to go to the Sweet Sixteen, and she was like, Barely. "Texas and Texas A and M, the Sweet Sixteen? No, they are not." Like she, it delights her to no end. So. University of Texas is one of them. I don't know what it is about the Longhorns, man, but they kind of – I mean, Alabama doesn't lose a lot, but when they do, it's it's a celebration in the Jewish household. Next question. Next question from uh, Lil Dice uh, 504. Do any of the latest free agent deals make it easier for the Saints to make a long-term deal with – uh, Lattimore or Williams? Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, well, uh, the Justin Simmons deal is $15 million a year, so that's definitely framework for Marcus Williams. And uh, that is maybe a hair higher. Uh, so it has reset the market maybe slightly, and I think the Saints are maybe hoping to pay Marcus Williams a little bit less than that. So... Uh, yeah, I know Marcus Williams and his agent are going to be asking for more than that, and I think the Saints probably want to pay him less than that. So I could see that complicating the issue a little bit there. Uh, with the cornerback market, I mean, guys have been getting paid, but the market hasn't been reset. Uh, no, no one's gotten paid above what Jalen Ramsey made, so I don't really view Lattimore's deals more complicated. And by I, the way, I feel like the framework was already there, so it's just figuring out if the Saints want to pay that or not. By the way... What the fuck are the Bears doing? <laughs> they cut Kyle Fuller. They're all pro corner. And the, the transaction wasn't even dry. The paperwork in the NFL office and Denver signed him to like a one-year $10 million deal. Like, Ryan Pace, like, that dude is going to get fired into the sun. 
Got, got to create some room so you can have Andy Dalton as your quarterback, you know? <laughs> like, I guess one thing for the Saints to cut Jack Rabbit, who's, you know, he's 33. Maybe we want to move on. You can't afford him. But, like, Kyle Fuller is a borderline elite corner, and he's not 30 years old. And, like, what? I don't know. Like, no one, ca- no one cares because this isn't the Bears podcast, but I'm just I'm, – I'm fascinated – by Ryan Pace. The thing is that worries me is the Bears are going to fire him and then the Saints will rehire him and he'll bring he'll he'll reinfect their front office with his incompetence. I, I, yeah, but Mickey Loomis will keep him in check. That's the thing. Like <laughs> if he's just an ideas guy and Mickey Loomis can say that's stupid and I'm not doing that's that. That's a dumb fucking yeah. idea. Yeah. Dave, who on our podcast would be the ideas guy? The dumb ideas guy? Yeah. The dumb ideas guy. Would it be me or would it be hell? Kevin. It's Kevin. No, it's Kevin. No. (laughs) Next question, Thomas. No more questions. That's all. No more questions. So, uh, before Thomas fires up the music to tell us uh, that it's time to go, um, I had one one question for you guys. Is listen, free agency is kind of done. I don't agree with that. We're the third wave might be where the Saints are most active, though. Right? That's the thing. The third wave. We didn't. We didn't talk about it, and it was gonna be. It was gonna be the title of the slide, which is actually. It probably should have been because the tradition of this podcast, once since we've had Thomas uh, producing it, is Thomas creates the slide, and whatever that title is, we talk about that as the music for the podcast is playing. Um, <laughs> And it was originally going to be, Dave, should the Saints sign Richard Sherman? Um, so do you how like that idea? How, Sherman, how old is he? 32. How, that's it? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I thought he was like 38. Like he seems. 38. Yeah, he seems so much older. I thought he's been in the league forever. And like when he mm-hmm. left the Seahawks, I thought I thought when he left the Seahawks, he was like already 32. He turn. He does turn. He does turn thirty three in nine days. End of the. Well, month. That's not that big of a deal. Is he? Um, is he negotiating his own contract again? He does. He negotiates his own deal. And the thing is, he made a lot of money on, with San Francisco, but that was because he bet on himself, and he was he killed right. it in twenty nineteen. So that really was an incentive laden deal. So. I mean, I haven't I haven't looked at all of his stats and seen how well he's been, you know, last year. I, I haven't been keeping up with him uh, that closely. But, I mean, you know, I certainly think he would be good for, for depth for the locker room. Uh, he's certainly good enough to, I would say, at least compete for a starting spot. Right now he's, you know, right now he could. He could be the starting cornerback, I guess. And. Uh, but so I, I, why not? I just, but I don't know how, how expensive is he going to be? How expensive That's is, my a, question, Andrew. is a what's veteran the, cornerback going to be? What's the, what's the contract for him that you would be like, Oh, that's going to have a lot of dead money in 2022. I don't like that deal. Like what's the price point where it, you don't like Richard, Sher- Richard Sherman being on the saints. I mean, Richard Sherman just got cut and he was making 14 million a year in San Francisco. So I just feel like he's a veteran. He's a name. So it's kind of – remember that J.J. Watt deal that was enormous for the Cardinals? Like even yeah, when guys Patrick like – Peterson got $10 million. I feel like that's the number. Patrick Patrick oh. Peterson, who was kind of bad last year, 
Um, he got one year, ten million. So I think Sherman's going to be like, I'm no worse than Patrick Peterson. You know, I, I think he's going to expect that one year, ten million. So maybe I don't they, like, give, they I don't... give maybe they give him a ghost year, so they're paying him five million. But the thing is, money. I don't like giving Richard Sherman like uh, a one year, ten million dollar deal with four ghost years because there's a high probability that he's going to suck, and you have to eat. Eight million dollars of dead money in twenty twenty two, or I guess I guess you could split I don't it think up. He'll, make... I don't think he'll suck. Uh, I, I think I wouldn't worry so much about that. I would worry more that like you have a seventeen game season and you only get six games out of them. You know that would be my thing. But is it the right six? That's the question. Um, so by the way, I forgot to mention it. Thomas reminded me in our in our chat that we do as we produce the show. I forgot to mention, guys eBay has a raffle if you buy a pair of vintage sneakers at eBay slash sneakers and you send either us or Armchair Media the receipt, you get entered into their raffle where they're giving away four pairs of Air Force Ones and you can enter as many times as you want. Buy six pairs of sneakers at, at eBay slash sneakers. You get entered six times. Those four pairs of sneakers are awesome, and it helps support the podcast. eBay is really close to becoming a full-time sponsor for the entire year of 2021. That helps us pay Thomas money and not like Polish sausage and football cards. So uh, <laughs> if you are into vintage sneakers, uh, go to eBay slash sneakers and uh, buy a pair. Exactly. So did we not uh, get any voicemails? We well, I gotta oh. go back. Here's the thing: I got I got them, and we'll play them. We had a problem with Google voicemail. They uh, because we went a long brilliant. time without voicemails. They locked me out. I had to get back in. We do have voicemails. I just got them. I'll I'll, I'll play I'll I'll play them this week, Dave. We only had a couple of good ones, but people. Uh, call the hotline. What is the hotline, Dave? It's your baby. You should know the oh, number. I don't, I don't you you need to know on. this off the top of your head, Dave. I don't have my phone on me right now. Uh, I had to go. I had to go. I think I might have. Room. I might. Have I had to go into my mud room to plug my computer in because my battery was running low. Yeah, it's Ever since we've had a producer. Yeah, two one zero five nine five zero eight one eight. Give us your best, Drew Brees. Remembrances, favorite memories, what he meant to you, and we will create a podcast, especially of all those phone calls. So do it. Call the hotline. Leave a message. It's back up and running. Uh, so do it. So they, uh, so uh, Thomas, play the music so we can uh, so we can wrap this thing up. Um, thanks to everybody for joining us in the chat. Uh, sign up. We've had a bunch of people: Betty, Dave, Carl, uh, sit. Simpsonese, I, I'm sorry, I bit, probably butchered your name, but all these people have signed up and become patrons because they know we're the best Saints podcast on earth, and we are going to have breaking news. We gave you six podcasts last week. When the Saints do a move, if they sign Richard Sherman or whatever, we will be the first podcast to react to it. And oh, by the way, the Matt Muscona interview is fucking amazing he we talked to him for 90 minutes andrew didn't we talk to him for like we talked to him for like it felt like four hours yeah we only put two hours on the show he was tremendous um so support the show and we could do more amazing things so do it uh so for dave for andrew i'm ralph 
Thomas running things back in Poland. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Until next week, the bar is closed.